Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Hey there, everybody. I'm Milan Jordan. Welcome back to the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You also check out our YouTube page. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Milan Jordan. All right, a couple of fighters in a conversation for MMA Goats return to the Octagon this weekend. But before I get to that, let's take a look back to last weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. Uh, one fighting championship held a couple of events in Bangkok, Thailand, including one on Prime Video 7. Uh, the main event was a Bantamweight rematch between Fabricio Andrade and John Lineker. The first meeting four months ago ended in a no contest. This time, there was little doubt. Andrade pounded Lineker for the better part of four rounds, and Lineker was bloodied and battered, prompting his corner to stop the fight between the fourth and fifth rounds. And Fabricio Andrade walks away with the undisputed 1FC Bantamweight Championship. Uh, Bellator was back in action as well, uh, returning to Dublin, Ireland this past weekend for Bellator 291. Uh, the main event was for the Bellator Welterweight Championship between champion Yaroslav Amosov and inter- interim champ Logan Storley. Uh, Amosov was the champ, but then uh, went to fight in the war in his native Ukraine, so Storley won the interim belt in the meantime. But this fight was all Amosov, a near-perfect performance, winning by unanimous decision, to become the undisputed Bellator welterweight champion, uh, Yaroslav Amosov is now a perfect 27-0 in his career, 8-0 in Bellator MMA. Uh, after the fight, Amosov said he's the best welterweight in the world and certainly has a strong case. His 27-fight win streak is the longest current streak in all of MMA. Uh, the UFC uh, had a fight card, uh, fight night card, I should say, at the Apex this past Saturday. Uh, the main event, it was Brendan Allen defeating Andre Munez by rear naked choke in round number three. Uh, Augusto Sakai defeated Dante Mays by unanimous decision. And Tatiana Suarez returned to the octagon, uh, defeating Montana De La Rosa via guillotine choke in round number two. Suarez improves to 9-0, 6-0 in the UFC with four finishes. Uh, for Suarez, Tatiana Suarez, this is her first fight in three and a half years. Uh, her last fight was a unanimous decision win over Nina Nunez back at UFC 238 in June of 2019. Uh, but again, Tatiana Suarez remains unbeaten after that long layoff and called out Rose Namajunas for her next fight. Will that fight come to fruition? Uh, well, we shall see. All right, this weekend, next pay-per-view for the UFC, UFC 285 at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The main event is the return of Johnny Bones Jones for the vacant heavyweight championship. John Jones will make his heavyweight debut as he will take on number one contender, Serial Gone. Uh, John Jones, again, his heavyweight debut, first fight since, well, pre-COVID, uh, February 8th of 2020. Uh, he's 26-1 all-time with one no contest. Uh, and, you know, at... at Light heavyweight John Jones dominated that division. He had certainly had you know, the 84 inch reach advantage. Uh, he you know, his speed, uh, his power. Now he's moving up. He looks a lot bigger. 
And so maybe it might negate his speed, but might increase his power as well. So it'll be very interesting to see how he holds up in the heavyweight division. Uh, and Cyril Ghosn, uh, he has eight finishes in his career. He's 11-1 and one overall. Eight finishes, five uh, via knockout, threes by submission. Uh, his last fight was a uh, loss to Francis Ngannou by unanimous decision at UFC 270 just over a year ago uh, in January of 2022. Uh he fought for the heavyweight title and lost to Francis Ngannou. Uh, he KO'd Tai Tuovasa in Paris this past September. Uh, but it's funny, this this heavyweight championship is vacant because Francis Ngannou uh, played out his contract, and and he and the uh, UFC, they, they parted ways. And if you watch the countdown show and the embedded shows, you hear no mention of Francis Ngannou, which is very interesting. This guy was your champion for a while. He was the baddest man on the planet in the heavyweight division. That's what that is. And you just say, oh, John Jones and Cyril Ghosn are fighting for the uh, vacant heavyweight championship. It's like, all right, well, who fought it before? You know, or or they even showed Cyril Ghosn uh, in his past fights. Not make mention of who he fought when he fought for the title. So very interesting. But this uh, this Saturday night, the main event, John Jones and Cyril Ghosn, uh, a lot of eyeballs, even, you know, casual MMA fans. Even non-MMA fans, the sports fans, they know who John Jones is. Uh, he's arguably the GOAT in all of MMA, at least certainly in the conversation, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, he's had some uh, issues outside the octagon, but, I mean, for the last couple of years, that's, he seems to be focused and uh, back in fighting and back in the gym and focusing on that. So uh, will we see the dominant John Jones that we saw light heavyweight? I don't know. Or we're going to see a John Jones that looks like he hasn't fought in over three years. Or is it going to be something in between? I don't know. We shall see. And tell you what, uh, that's why yeah, MMA is such a great sport. I mean, you could predict whatever and everything based on this, this, and this, but you never know what's going to happen. That's why they make, that's why they fight inside the octagon, inside the cage. So it uh, should be an interesting fight between John Jones and Cyril Gone. Uh, the co-main event is for the Women's Flyweight Championship. Uh, the baddest woman on the planet, Valentina Shevchenko, is back in action uh, as she will be defending her flyweight title, uh, looking to do it for the eighth time. Uh, she takes on Alexa Grasso, who's number five contender. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, 23-3, eight uh, wins by knockout, seven submissions, eight decisions. Uh, she last fought a UFC 275 in Singapore this past June. Uh, it was a split decision win over Tyler Santos and. Maybe some people were seeing that, well, maybe Shevchenko, she could be had. and uh, But nonetheless, she is a perfect 10-0 at flyweight and has seven consecutive title defenses. Uh, that's the most of any woman in UFC history. She's going for number eight this Saturday in Vegas. And, and Shevchenko, I mean, she's just so just ultra-focused, laser-focused. Uh, and just, like I said, she's the baddest woman on the planet. So, uh she might have a chip on her shoulder and in, heading into this fight as people, you know, really doubting her and thinking, you know, maybe her title reign will be coming to an end soon. But uh, uh, Shevchenko, she, you know, again, going into the, uh, as if this is what Wednesday night when I'm recording this, uh, you know, in the interviews and all that, just, she seems like the same old Valentina Shevchenko, just ready to go and just, just, you know, really pick apart her opponent. Uh, but her opponent, Alexa Grasso, is coming off four straight wins, last one being a unanimous decision win over Vivian Arahuo, uh bet this past October. Uh, Alexa Grasso, 15-3, and three, uh, four wins by knockout, one submission, 10 decisions. So she has good cardio. She can go the distance. And, you know, Valentina Sevchenko, she can do it all. She can 
end the fight quickly. She can submit. She can knock out. She can go the distance as well. So be a very interesting fight and see uh, which Valentina Shevchenko uh, will come out on Saturday and Alexa Grasso for her. I mean, she might need to fight a pretty much a near perfect fight or a perfect fight to uh, defeat uh, Bullet and uh, and her title reign. Uh, elsewhere on the main card in the welterweight division, uh, you got Jeff Neal taking on Shava Ramal. Uh, Rachmanov. Uh, Jeff Neal is 15 and four. Nine of those wins coming via KO. Uh, last time out, he uh, knocked out Vicente Luque. Uh, matter of fact, he's won his last two fights after dropping two straight to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Neil Magny. As for Rachmanov, he is a perfect 16 and 0, 4 and 0 in the UFC. All 16 of his wins have been finishes, eight submissions, eight knockouts. Uh, speaking of Neil Magny, well, uh, Rachmanov's last win was a submission victory over Neil Magny uh, this past June. Elsewhere on the main card in the lightweight division, you got Matthews Gamrot taking on Jalen Turner. Uh, Gamrot, 21-2 overall with 12 finishes. Uh, he's coming off a unanimous decision loss to Benil Dariush at UFC 280 in October. That snapped a four-fight win streak. He's going to look to get back in the win column. That's for Jalen Turner. Uh, 13 and 5. All 13 of his wins have been finishes. Three of his five losses have been by knockout. So it's all, you know, it's one extreme or the other uh, for Jalen Turner. Uh, only two of his fights have gone the distance, both of those losses. So uh, Jalen Turner, he's looking to end this fight quickly. Maybe the longer the fight goes, that might uh, uh, favor Gamrot. Uh, Jalen Turner, you know, he's coming off a submission win over Brad Rydell last July, lasted just 45 seconds. Uh, two of his last three wins have been first round finishes. Uh, he has four finished victories in the first minute of a fight. So Jalen Turner looking to make quick work and maybe the deeper the waters uh, in the fight as the fight goes, uh, that might uh, uh, tilt uh, the favor towards Gamrot. Uh, we'll see come Saturday night. All right. In the opener of the main card at UFC 285, it's a middleweight clash. Bo Nickel, 27 years old, 3-0, wrestling phenom, uh, making his UFC debut as he'll take on Jamie Pickett, a uh, longtime fight veteran. Uh, Bo Nickel, uh, he's a three-time NCAA Division I champion at Penn State, comes in with a lot of hype. Uh, he's Again, he's making his UFC debut after appearing on Dana White's Contender Series. All five of Bo Nickel's fights, including two in the amateur ranks, have been first-round finishes. His longest fight two minutes and two seconds. So again, Bo Nickel comes with a lot of hype. Uh, they, they, they matched him up against Jamie Pickett, a 34 year old who is coming off two straight losses, last being a TKO loss last September. Uh, and then he was also choked out uh, by Kyle Doskis with one second left in the first round. So uh, maybe they're setting things up here for that appears on paper, at least maybe a favorable matchup for Bo Nickel, but Again, Jamie Pickett, uh, he has 21 professional fights at 34 years old. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, come Saturday night. If, you know, the hype train, if Bo Nickel lives up to the hype or if uh, Jamie Pickett spoils his debut. All right. One other uh, quick UFC note. Uh, Darren Till uh, asked for and was granted his release from the UFC. Uh, he fought for the welterweight title back in 2018 and lost. Uh, but his UFC run uh, ends with losses in five of his last six fights. Uh, you know, he, last few fights, he moved up to middleweight because he had problems cutting weight uh, for a while at 170. So he fought at 185. And that's where his lone win uh, was in his over his last six fights uh, over Kelvin Gastelum. 
And that was his middleweight debut. But uh, since then, he's lost three in a row. Uh, Darren Till tweeted that he does have some big plans coming, but did not specify what. Uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting made some fight announcements involving a couple of former uh, MMA champions. Former Bellator and UFC lightweight champ Eddie Alvarez will fight Chad Mendez in a 165-pound bout in April at BKFC 41. Uh, while another former UFC champion, Luke Rockhold, he'll also fight on that card against Platinum Mike Perry. So a couple of entertaining fights uh, in, in the uh, BKFC 41, again, come April. All right, folks, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the MMA Daily Blitz. As always, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by Sports Media. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you can see the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Gordon. Enjoy the fights this week, and as always, thank you for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. I will talk to you later.